Welcome to Mangada Podcast, a podcast by the wandering for the wandering. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm Yunis, and today we'll be talking about the imbalance and struggles of men and women in the workplace. Someone brought up in a conversation before, asking me if there were power struggles in the workplace at where I worked. I think I'm not sure if it was you or someone else who asked me, but then since. Ever since that time, I've been asking myself. Since I have been in different jobs and different work cultures, I ended up maybe overanalyzing it a bit on like how different each one. So maybe we'll talk about it later. But I think a common case of power struggles that we notice、uh, would be just between juniors and seniors. Like that's the most common entry level thing that you'll experience, right? Whenever you start at a new job, you'll feel a bit. You know, small and shy around your boss. Do you feel that kind of there's that awkwardness or a little bit of struggles within some form of power within the team? I I can understand. Ah,、uh, I probably will not be able to relate, but I can understand because, especially in Asia, like Asian society value this um seniority as <laughs> in, um I'm a pure supporter that. One can be older but not wiser,、mm. so like age doesn't stand or say、uh, represents how wise or smart or intelligent this person can be. It simply just means that he or she has lived on this world for a much longer time. Time. I think I have seen like this discrepancy between like Asian junior status and the people who has been living and studying and um or being raised、uh, abroad. For a really long time, like their attitude and sense of this like seniority is quite different. Like I constantly see this respect and uh, uh on like a fear for senior staffs on like Asian junior staffs, whereas like the the one who has been living abroad for quite a long time or was raised abroad uh for quite a long time, like they they I can tell that they respect. Their senior like managers, but I I see less of the power struggle there.、Mm. So so I think it's like really the culture. It's it's really funny how this topic, like brings up like the the culture differences. I was gonna kind of like bring up a little bit about that in a way, because I was working for an Australian company. The teams were a mix of、mm. people here in the Philippines, people in India, and then people in Australia. So.、Mm-hmm. The way that they would handle, you know, how you would actually handle people, bosses versus yes, younger staff. They would expect from you what your rank is supposed to do, but at the same time, they also value your opinion. They don't really put too much like or put too little expectations on like the junior staff or something like that,、mm. and they have less of a sense of hierarchy. Even though you have ranks, it's you don't feel, you know, the hierarchy or the seniority as much.、Mm-hmm. You get to talk to your bosses, kind of like they were your peers in some、yeah. way. You can you still fear them <laughs> for your evaluations and things like that. Ah,、uh, but that's basically just keeping work professional. And then、yeah. even if you're not working or after work or during the Collaborations、uh, period, you can just interact with anyone, and it's quite free to actually move and talk with everyone. 
However, in the academia, I guess it's a bit different. Academia, um, like you guys value the tenure a little bit more, right? Like the longer you have stayed in the industry, that naturally means you should be respected a bit more. Yeah, I mean, in in most cases, yes, that's true. Like in terms of like how you should be treated in terms of like in terms of research and things like that. So you kind of like respect those who have published more, who have served more. But I guess there's also that it's it's kind of like still that Asian type of seniority that you have to kind of like respect the elders and like they usually if they have an opinion it's quite and it's quite strong it's hard to fight back wait i'll be thinking do you think the root for such power struggle happens because of the insecurities and lack of confidence like when it comes to senior and junior uh, power struggles i often see struggle happens when the senior is not really secure with his own position is this offensive to say such thing like oh like you are being easily too triggered because you're really insecure and lack of confidence but if we jump out from like say junior versus senior like if we look at the gender right like the power struggle is often because like the female is less secured when they reach a certain like leadership level they are less secured because given their age the gender not like <sighs> It's such a sensitive topic, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean. Okay. First, to touch on the part about insecurity, about their capability. I think that plays a role sometimes when your ego is hurt, mm. right? So when you know that maybe as a senior or someone who's been in the company for longer than someone new, for, for example, we're both junior levels and then you're new in the company. I've been here for like maybe two or three years. And I still make a mistake, but then you were the one who caught my mm. mistake, right? I think in that sense, if you pointed it out and like made me or humiliated me or at least, you know, did not handle it the right way in terms of like how it was raised, then more or less as a person who made a mistake and has quote unquote seniority, I would feel attacked become mm. the triggered moments for me. It's like hurting their pride that you're doubting if they can actually do their jobs or not. So mm. it, it it has that kind of um, effect. But in terms of like when you mentioned about the gender, like male versus female, it's probably just a general insecurity of how women are treated or how we still have that stigma viewing women as a someone who is like not as smart as compared to a male counterpart for that role. It feels like you have to reset the whole world and like make sure that men and women are equal from the get-go. But because we have that pre-existing notion that women have probably a lack of ability if they fail versus if for men, it probably is because of other external factors or other circumstances that cause them to fail and not really because they don't have the ability. Have you had like female bosses before? Yes. Yes, I have. And you have had like male bosses, right? I do have, I've, I've had male bosses before and, and majority of my really good experiences with work is with female bosses. The reason why I brought it up is because like I change a team, the head of the new team is a female. I had a talk with her 
uh, before I joined the team and I quite like her like she's very straightforward but the funny thing is like at the end of the discussion she started apologizing beforehand and be like hey just like let you know in advance sometimes my the way I talk can be quite straightforward I can be a little bit aggressive but like just so you know uh, most of the times I don't mean those things afterwards I was thinking I was like I have never encountered like a male leader be like hey just so you know it has small heads up like I will be a little bit too straightforward um in the 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 workplace so you have to watch out for that like I've never encountered that and Mm. it's got me thinking it's like especially in the Asian society when a male leadership is being assertive being aggressive, being straightforward, he himself or his team or his colleagues will appreciate such characteristic and they would think this is a positive thing because they would regard that this should be a typical characteristic that happens on a male leader. Whereas when the same thing happens, when a female leader being assertive and straightforward and setting the boundary clearly she is consistency as out of hand like way too much being too straightforward would be overly defensive kind of thing yes. i completely understand because i think it's a yeah. consequence of like long history of patriarchy society and there's no way that we can just like change that in the in blink of the eyes so i understand that it's going on but i find it funny you know I think in, in some ways, I think we talked about this in, in one episode before. I don't know if we ever published it. But sometimes, even though the power struggles in the office can sometimes be between male and female because of the performance issues, the competition between women becomes a bit too intense, mm-hmm. right? Because they tend to only promote just one or you know very few women. Mm-hmm. And between us, we always compete with each other. So you know that you're not competing with the male. Mm. You're competing with other women. When women compete, it's just a whole different thing. Yeah. I don't understand also how how we're like this. Like, I'm not sure if it's like nature. <laughs> but yeah. you know how we're extra mean to other women? If, yeah, if we're trying to compete with them, if we think that they're competition, yeah. we end up, you know, being more, being meaner to, to yeah. them than usual now I think of it, I wonder if it's like a sign of overcompensation, as in like, mm-hmm. in life, I would prioritize my female friends over my male friends, mm-hmm. because I think like we have been suffering enough in many perspectives. But then that being said, now I think of it, I don't know if it's like overcompensation, because I've been observing like the lack of support of females in the workplace and how we sometimes see each other as potential competitors. So naturally, I have already seen female as a minority already, right? I'm seeing them and me myself as a minority so that I'm like doing those overcompositions so that they can get more benefits. It's it's a back and forth. It's a back and forth as in like, sometimes I think that we deserve this overcompensation because we have been less compensated for a really long time for the past years so it's time uh, and era for us to get what we didn't get before but also at the same time it's this fairness in me that feels like wait am I like begging for more (laughs) (laughs) I think that's I think I think that's hard right like the whole power struggle the balance yeah yeah 
I think in terms of the overcompensation, we actually do that a lot. And like, you know how whenever there's like voluntary work in the office that would help you be noticed, even though it's unpaid, sometimes it's mostly the women doing it. Mm-hmm. Or because no other male people would do it, mm-hmm. you end up doing a lot of the small tasks, like maybe putting up a poster, you know, doing all of the small things for promotions or setting up the parties, th- those kinds of things, right? Yeah. Those are things that tend to, you know, you do unpaid domestic work basically in your uh, in your office because we need to get noticed because it's hard. I think it's hard to get noticed, but. You know how there are so many awareness campaigns that talk about women who do this, women women leaders. There is an emphasis on that women leadership or those kinds of awards. But for men, it's just an award. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's kind of sad that we have to make our own awarding systems to, to make sure that women get recognized. And I think that's still quite challenging to overcome in a lot of different things but honestly like there's a part of me i think that it's actually a good thing as in like if we do not have such award and if we're just having one fair award between male and female unfortunately i do not think women will be noticed at all or nominated at is it why 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 do you think that's the case it's... you feel that women lack the ability to be in the same playing field as men or no, actually this is a funny thing like i actually been to a forum and it's like uh, it's hosted by like a bunch of like amazing female i wouldn't say leaders but like just like female like in the the current workplace um who are like doing great jobs uh, one thing that they have said um that kind of like woke me up in us is what they say like when female reached a age they naturally become more family oriented i think something it's in the gene like from a third point of view like and as an outsider we are listening to such a statement we were like huh like you you had this opportunity like what are you talking about like what do you mean like when you reach age you become like more family oriented but like all of them um they were very ambitious and career oriented career-oriented when they were young but after they got married after they had kids for quite a while it's just uh, maybe it's just like genetic or this like sense of motherhood kind of like taking like a bigger portion so they naturally shift to a more family family oriented role like they did say that a lot of the times when opportunity passed to them they would give it away as in like they thought at that moment they should focus more on the family and it's afterwards they feel like oh okay like I think now that the family is doing great so it's time for me to be career oriented again so there's this shift of face that happens in female career life so that it's less common to um, have equal number of female leaders and male leaders in the workplace the portion of the male leaders is more when we are doing nomination of certain things like the pool is never like equal pool if you think about it and the way how like it's really funny i think like the male colleagues and female colleagues how they bond at like workplace is very different yeah i think that's we can we can probably talk about that in like a different episode 
to see how like different conversations are like. I I agree with you on the concept that usually like females they eventually get disadvantaged because of like choosing to be married, choosing to be a mom. That usually has a cost. Most of the time, it's a choice, right? Yeah. It's a choice that you make that you want to be a working mom, you want to be a mother, so you focus on your family first. Because it's usually hard to focus on both your career and your family when you're working. It's interesting, in the New York Times article that I read about like how the workplace is still not equal for women, and there are some advices that they had on how to actually navigate it. They said that working moms actually had a motherhood penalty and then men had a fatherhood bonus. And I was like, what is this? If you're talking about like both moms and dads are working and they're saying like, oh, that's so nice that as a dad, you're, yeah, you make time for your kids. And, like, and then for the mom, oh no, you should go be with your kids. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is that <laughs> level of unfairness? Uh, you don't fall into that bullshit kind of stuff. No, I mean it's it's not it's not fair. I mean, both if both of you decide that you should that you want to be with your kids, right? I mean, ideally, you should actually both be with your kids and you're both working. Then it should actually just be you know equal that. Yeah. Oh, we we decided that that's how we're going to do things because we're both working. We switch between, you know, for for example, I, I actually met like this, uh, I know this couple, right? They both work and they both have like different hobbies, like different, very active hobbies. Then mm-hmm. I, on one of these, like one random day I met with a wife, I was, I'm more friends with a husband, I met with a wife and I was like, oh, where's this, where's your husband? And like, oh, he's at home. Uh, he's with our kid. And I was like, oh, and then, and then she said, Tomorrow it's my turn, and then he'll be able to go out. <laughs> uh, so basically, they they really share the responsibilities, right? Uh, so, as responsible adults, if you're both working, you know that you should actually be clear that you don't get any prejudice. That ah, uh, okay. But then again, you can't really blame other people for you know judging you or judging the the female at work. It's it's kind of like different to see that. Well, but I. But then once again, I don't know, like, the I don't know, like, female and male are just, like, unique in their own ways. Mm, that's true. That's like, true. the perspective that we look at things are quite different, I would say. Mm. I guess what you're trying to say is, like, even though there are power struggles, right, between men and women, in some ways, we also have our own strengths and weaknesses that we bring to the table. But I guess it's just unfair to actually see how even though we say that we try to, I think men and women usually balance each other out, mm. right? They balance each other out. Like in a team, it would be good to have men and women and how that, you know, balances out in terms of like decision-making, then that's usually better so that you can you can achieve some form of equality. But like this made me remember one of the reasoning as to why a lot of the, a lot of Filipinos did not vote for the female presidential candidate oh it's because she's female she probably would have a more motherly approach and probably would not be able to make the hard decisions that's what people said i was like hey yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean i think it's true that you we like women have a more compassionate side yeah which is a good thing but, but then, what's wrong with that 
Yeah, but I I think when people look at like a a place when they need more charisma, like they would expect such charisma. How should I put it? They would expect less from a female because there is a expectation when people look at you as a female, right? Like there is an expectation for you. They look at you. They expect you to be soft, be um, gentle. Be harmless. Um, There's expectation of impression, uh, or you can say this is stereotype, right? So when you do not behave that way, you're either like an anomaly, like an outlier, or people will just say like, "Oh, like she's too much." The same thing applies, right? Like because there's this impression, so naturally people would expect less. Of straightforwardness or aggressiveness from a female. I think we had like a similar discussion before, as in like when a female made a mistake at a leadership role, the mistake amplifies. Right. Yeah, like it's because like she's a female and then she made that mistake and she's just unforgivable. Whereas like a male, if she makes the same mistake, it's much easier for that mistake to slide or be forget be forgotten. Yeah, or like other people will back him up with other things. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, it's, it's just, so we're just like observing things, right? Like and th- these are the things that we are observing, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's still present. It's yeah, not. It's still present for sure. It's still. I think it's slowly but be- getting better. But then at the same time, it's still it's still hard to change yeah. everything. Yeah, of course. But I think we can definitely be the force of changing things. Like at least I'm making progress. Like, cause you like said, like in our previous um episode about like quiet quitting, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we might not not necessarily make the impact to turn everything over, but we are making a progress that it is part of the it's part of the history. I would say. Well, it's a that's, <laughs> it's a weird way to put it, but like you get what I mean, right? Like it's yeah, part yeah, of, yeah. I do it. Like, like what I'm doing now is. I'm setting my boundary clearly. I'm being assertive. Uh, when I see what I want, I just go for it. Like when there are other people approaches and be like, "Hey, I think you should not be aggressive in such way," or like, "I think you're being aggressive, and I think you're being like too straightforward because you are expecting me to behave certain way because I'm a female." That's where I draw the line and be like, "Back off!" Like being a female, set your boundary clearly. Right and don't be afraid. Like don't be scared or, like don't fear to say no, and don't fear to like don't scare to like call people out. A lot of the times, other people when they say certain stuff or do certain stuff, they probably do not realize they are doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing. But it's your responsibility to tell them that this is not correct. Because I'm really confronting in a certain sense that. That uh, there are times I go back and I'd be like, oh, like was I being too much? But then also at the same time I was like, okay, but like you pissed me off, and I had <laughs> like I had to let you because I feel like I'm venting in this episode. But like one thing I really don't appreciate may it happen on a male or female like they would swallow the pain, as in like they will not call people out uh... at the scene. Mm-hmm. And then we'll always go back and complain in front of their friends. But then whenever I ask 
I was like, so what did you do at that moment? They were like, no, I don't want to cause the scene. Like I didn't tell them, but I'm like, but you're not making a progress. You're not making a change. Then how can you let the person know that he or she is doing the wrong thing? You let that slide and he or she will still behave the same way to the next person. Like you're not helping. That. Yeah. yeah, you're not helping at all. And I think this is, wrong in a certain sense and whenever I started like calling people out at the scene and a lot of Asians will like stop me and be like hey so stop being so like make a scene but then I simply just hold the opposite opinion I'm like I have to let that person know that I mean you grew up in the states (laughs) for a look for quite some time so I think that that kind of changes things for for a lot of the yes like their experiences but then I, I agree with what you're saying. Like when you like a lot of Asians are non-confrontational. We're not we're not good with confrontation. So it's quite hard to actually voice out your opinion immediately. Usually they <laughs> they have this like chewing period or like yeah. self-ruminating period whether or not they should or should not say it. I think there's some benefits to that. As long as at the end of the day, you end up actually talking to the person. If that person hurt you, if that person uh, offended you, it might not be the best time to actually point it out at that specific moment. It might not be the best situation or the best place to point something out if it's being disrespectful to the person also. Uh, So I guess it's case-to-case basis. But at the same time, uh, you have to pull pull that person aside and then talk to that person and say oh uh, I actually did not appreciate how you you know scolded me or told me off in this specific moment I would appreciate it more you know how it's it's hard for us to find the words for those kinds of things because it's usually if you try to confront someone like we go back to that seniority kind of thing right when you try to confront someone senior about doing something bad to you as a junior they would get defensive again and yeah. sometimes you you'll still be losing that battle it's like like people usually what like weigh the pros and cons to actually see whether or not it's worth it to actually fight for certain things mm-hmm. but if it's like a small thing it depends on how small it is and how insignificant it actually is then it probably might be okay to let it slide but if it's like recurring then obviously it's something that you have to bring it up right something that you can bring up to higher management or call the team bring it to that person's attention we have to still consider the difference in culture and how we handle things because i think (laughs) if we don't factor in the culture of how you confront you're also in for a whole different issue of you know how you were probably disrespectful even though for example in in the u.s or in the west it's not disrespectful to actually do that. But in in the Eastern world, it's a bit, you know, different. So in some ways, if at the moment they didn't do anything, maybe it's best to just encourage them to, maybe you should still bring it up with your superior that this is how you felt. Yeah. So it might not just be, you know, the best time to bring it up in front of everyone else. Well, like to start off, one thing is that being rude and humiliating is never correct in any sense, right? Like whenever you're confronting anyone, you have to be logical and list up the reasons in orders in order to 
be able to persuade others, right? Like you have to be rational in a sense that you have to let them know here's the scenario and like what is the solution, right? But the secondly, I think we as a human, as an individual, we have option or the capability to choose which environments that we want to put ourselves in. I think this is why people are changing jobs, right? Like when they're in a workplace, they find that it doesn't fit their values. It doesn't fit the way they talk or work with the other peers or seniors. So like if you think you're a person who is most of the time are just like chewing on things, like naturally, of course, like you probably fit more into this Eastern culture like workplace. Whereas like if you <clears throat> tend to confront point out and call people out immediately then probably think about like what work environment and work culture that you yourself should avoid I, I in a certain way I don't really agree with you as in like I don't think it's the the situation that you need to assess it's really about like the work culture that you yourself is in that you need to assess like if you find yourself that you're in a work environment where you cannot be honest with okay. yourself and your senior, probably to start think about whether that place is worthwhile for you to stay though. Uh, right, right, right. If, if, that's your, if that's your argument, then yeah, that makes sense. Like if you can't really bring it up at any time, any point in time. Then... Yeah. How do we get into this? Like the power struggle, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Paul battle probably I can understand like it's constantly happening right but when you see it already become like a struggle mm-hmm. it's a sign of a toxic workplace <laughs> yeah I mean if it's really time for you to go then it's time to go if you're not able to bring up certain things yeah. with your bosses and stuff then yeah you should more or less give some thought to actually quitting moving forward with your life and not sticking to that same job right be water (laughs) be water why water oh yeah you you just flow just go with the flow have you heard bruce lee oh i I probably haven't watched (laughs) oh like bruce lee said that be water because like uh, something about be adaptive like but make your choice or something like that just because you're not fixed I mean, we we are all probably more or less. Everyone is not in like a fixed in a very fixed state, so we really need to be able to you know move forward. We're not stuck, even though we feel stuck. We will eventually move. So it's just about getting or finding that courage to move. Um, so that's a lot of messages that we want to say. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things to unpack, but we'll probably try to. Put it into a small digestible snippet on Instagram <laughs> of different things to admit yeah. that fits within 90 seconds, apparently. Huh. I guess the key takeaways are women are still challenged in the workplace. Yes. If you're dealing with a very toxic workplace that won't allow you to actually voice out your opinions when there's uh, always like equal communication. I will yeah, there's no equal communication, uh-huh. right? then maybe it's time for you to actually consider switching jobs because there's no growth for you, especially if you're already feeling offended 
respect the seniority for sure um but then a lot of the times not necessarily like the the older you, someone is the wiser they are yeah that's true so yeah. assessing your own ways respect but of course respect the seniors um but in any sense do not hum- humiliate them this do not ever humiliate not your humiliate anyone them. anyone for that but um just assess based on your own judgment standards and yeah. yeah you have to be objective in every way and if you choose to be a mom good for you right it's not it's not a bad choice right? it's not a bad choice it's just it's not because you get motherhood penalty for you know for pursuing motherhood despite you know having a career there there should be a motherhood bonus also when it comes to careers yeah, <laughs> there yeah. should be there should yeah. be for I, our sake for our future's sake <laughs> i'm a supporter for like female like minority overcompensation at the moment like mm. i'm a supporter for that like if you call that overcompensation i'm fine with it mm. i think the minority in like should be overcompensated what else mind your own business <laughs> <laughs> mind your own business simply just because like someone is different doesn't mean he or she is bad or good like do not judge anyone because of the difference respect the difference accept the difference and mind your own business <laughs> yep 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 exactly all right i think that's a lot for us to actually think about as a question for everyone uh for this episode what are some of the power struggles that you actually have to deal with in your workplace and how do you actually try to overcome it, right? So that maybe you can share that with us uh, in comments, message us uh, on Instagram or direct message us if you know us. (laughs) That's probably the best way. Um, And thank you again for listening. We hope you enjoyed our random random ramblings as always. And we try to release a new episode every other week on Sunday, 7 p.m. Um, I hope you're able to enjoy the reels. If you have any comments or feedbacks about that, let us know. And if you enjoyed our content, please subscribe or leave us a rating. It helps other people find our podcast more easily. And hopefully you can also share this on your social media and tell us what you think about the episode. So feel free to message us off on at Mangata Podcast. So signing off, I'm me, Dusty, and see you, talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah! I forgot. <laughs> <laughs>